Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. And I mean, it's. I was thinking about this not too long ago. It's the. It's again with the cancel culture. Yeah. Um, can these people develop and change? Yes. Are they a product of their time? Absolutely. The time is now. Um, but I was watching a, a movie uh, about Churchill, mm-hmm. and I mean, there's a lot of people that just fucking hate Churchill and think that he was the worst thing that ever happened, and. And you know, was he a great guy? Uh, he had his moments, and that was it. Like there were moments that the world, the free world, needed Churchill. Was he racist? Probably. Was he misogynistic? Absolutely. But was did he do great things for a certain amount of time that kept the world from becoming completely fascist? Yes. Did so he, can can we commend him for that? Yeah. But instead of canceling him. Well, who's canceling Churchill? Oh, a lot of people just no, don't you know he's a piece of shit. We shouldn't teach him in history anymore. I'm like, I'm out. Like Gandhi, Gandhi's another one. Wonderful thing, misogynistic. Can we look at what he did right? Well, I mean, can we accept that people are complex? Right. He's like, if there is no fucking saints on the world. Yeah. It never has been. I don't care what you think your prophet was. Um. But in, embrace the good people do yeah. and allow them to change, fail, learn, and change. Wouldn't that be a nice world? Well, it would be nicer than what we're looking at right, right? now. So we won't, we won't be judge juring and murdering anyone this week. <laughs> Ooh, well, I mean, we might. Well, it is only Wednesday. <laughs> say, let's not say never. Exactly. You know, I... Um, I just feel that um, there's enough stress in the world right now without us freaking out on each other. And like, I, I have this thing about just so many terms that we throw around at like, you know, cancel culture mm-hmm. being one of them. Right. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, and we start to lose the meaning of it regardless. Right. You know, we start to, we, we say these things so arbitrarily that we forget where they're coming. Like the term gaslight. Right. It is used so much now, right? That either we decide that it's been redefined, or you know, because it's not really being used the way it was initially. Well, I never understood what it meant. So, from what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong, is that uh, it's somebody who is doing something and then convinces you it's your fault. Yeah, like so. Because everything in our fucking society today comes from pop culture. Right. There's um, a movie. And like now, keep in mind that this is me throwing out a very rough definition as given to me. Right. There's a movie where there's a a guy who keeps turning the gaslight on, Mm -hmm. on the stove. Right. And convincing his partner it's not on. 
Yeah, I, I was wondering how the term and yeah. that. And it's it's a pop culture reference. Right. That I kind of, I'm just like, okay, I see that it's a way of saying, you know, stop trying, stop always telling me that um, the problem is, is with me when really you're doing it. Yeah. And like, that's real. Yeah. Uh, well, fuck yeah. Um, but now it's used so arbitrarily that whatever whatever it meant to begin with now it's just like if you go i think you're wrong about that stop gaslighting me oh okay you know what i'm saying it's like okay settle down yeah settle down right it's just like mansplaining started to become it's every time a man talks now. every time yeah and it's like look mansplaining is real yes that shit is bullshit gaslighting is real gaslighting is real that is also bullshit yeah let's not downplay it that's everything. not downplay it and i mean like obama made a statement about that where he's like look i think you know we we need to be careful when we um start using all these tag words right because i think that they can dilute the, the actual thing. well and and let's get into details you know the devil's in the fucking details if it's you like, if, if i say hey dan you're you're gaslighting me i better have some fucking examples of it you better know what it means. And if I, I better know what it means. And then we, if we're going to resolve that, I'm going to say this is how I see that. This happened. And that's the detail part. Instead yeah. of fuck you, you gaslight because we disagree and then we're not friends anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and then there's a part of me that's like, I don't give a fuck what other people do. If you hate each other, just don't hurt each other because yeah, it costs like, us tax dollars. <laughs> Or, you know, if you're going to do something really stupid, at least film it. Right. And so I mean, that we can see it and laugh right. at you Right. And then, right? yeah, and then Liam will embalm you. And Liam it will went completely you. wrong. And <laughs> You know, like. I mean, and I think that's being a year away from humans. There's a part of me that's not looking forward to pandemic ending. I don't want people to die anymore, but I don't want to socialize. And then there's another part of me that obviously fucking craves it. I'm struggling with that fucker. Like, I'm never shaking a hand again. I'll say that. But I'll be nice to see humans <laughs> out in the real world at some point. I well, think. I don't know. Will it? I don't know. And I don't know if that's an age thing or... I don't know. I've always, you know, for years I thought, oh, I would love to just take a year off and do nothing. I mean, not that I took the year off, but pretty much. This isn't how I planned on spending that fucking year. Afraid. <laughs> Right, you know I what? would have stayed at home and uh, you know watched movies and read books, but I didn't want to do it. A feared that my family would die. Well, and a big part of this for me, honestly, is just like what I hear from both of us right now is um, we're tired. Yeah, I mean, we had to keep saying, "Look at the light at the end of the tunnel," and I'm just like, "What does that mean? I gotta have a, I gotta go back to where I was this time last year." Which I didn't realize how tired I was and how much I was doing and and not necessarily accomplishing anything, but just constantly moving. Like it took four months for me to clue in that I was tired. Like I slept almost three days straight. It finally felt good. You know, part of this for me, honestly, is just like we need to accept that everybody's tired right now. Everyone's carrying an inordinate amount of stress and because... We're all tired because we're all carrying that stress. We all need a little more kindness. We all need right. a little more compassion. And like, 
this maybe isn't the best time to jump down somebody's throat for wording something wrong. Exactly. You know, like, and I'm not saying that we need to let shit slide. No, you can mention it, but maybe be a little more forgiving. You know, yeah, like, or just accept that maybe someone's going to say something right. that's out of character even. Right. Because they're upset. Yeah. That doesn't forgive racism. No. That doesn't forgive misogyny. It doesn't give you, being hurt doesn't give you the right to hurt other people. But that's hurt people, hurt people, right? And yeah. sometimes you go to your lowest common denominator and uh, they want to hurt you. And that's a simple thing to do. Because when you're tired, you're also fucking lazy. Or at least I am. I And, <laughs> and I'm I, tired of thinking. <laughs> and the older I get, the more I struggle with uh, apathy. Right. The thing I fight the most is apathy. Yeah. Yeah, well, now we know what it's like to be... An old white guy. <laughs> well, old white guys, though. Yes. They do care, and they care enough to try to fucking destroy you. Yeah, but they only care you about know? what they care about. That is true. Yeah, that's there's no apathy there, except that's for each true. other. Because, I mean, like, I get apathetic to the point where someone's like, let's get really angry about this. And I'm like, man, I just I just can't care. Well, and like, I mean, I getting, getting really angry about something can empower, but it also can stop a movement. It could stop change. Yeah. You just squirrel up and get angry. Well, Save I, that energy. I spent a lot of time in the 90s mm -hmm. yelling at stuff. Right, when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. Spent a lot of time protesting and... Right, because I could do both. I could yell and protest and write, you know, help write grants to legislatures and... Yeah, I can. I can do one of those things oh, now, and ma God. maybe, maybe. And like, I also realized too that so much of this is nuanced, right? That's harder for me to just go, "You're a fucking idiot." Because I'm like, I don't agree with what you said right there, but I'm willing to accept that you're humanity and that possibly you can shift and change and do better. Right, and I'm also willing to listen to you because I might actually learn something, understand yeah. where you come from, shift and change and yeah. do better. And many times in my life, I have been very, very wrong. Right, but I will yell completely that I am correct until you giggle at me and walk away, which is now us as being the old farts, right? Yeah. It's hard to be old, man. It is. It's exhausting. Because we're tired. Yeah. Pretty. So when do we, um, do you care a little less? Do you back away a bit? I don't, I don't know if I can care less. I'm off Facebook. Oh, I'm off. I'm on one social media and barely. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is starting to get too many memes. Right. It's like too many comments, not enough photos. Now it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm back on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just, if it keeps up, I'll be getting off. Instagram. I'll be getting off of it too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, too much political shit coming through on mine. I was like, I just want to see your dog, your cat, yeah. and your goofy kids, or whatever project you're doing. Okay, you know what I really like? I like videos where someone's made a canoe or a table. Right. They sanded it perfectly. Right. And then they varnish it. Oh, right. You get to watch all that beautiful wood grain come right. out. It gets I all know. bright. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I watch that all day. YouTube. It's Yes. Yeah, well, that's it. I think I'm going to go back to the 90s in my activities where um, no cell phone, none of that shit. Becky's panicking because I was like, I want to get rid of my cell phone. She's like, but that's the number everybody has for you and I can't contact you. Con you know what? I still have a landline. It's not like yeah. I'm throwing my phone away. I don't mind having my cell phone.
but I've really taken advantage of the settings, man. Yes. There's just certain times where you can't call me. I think it's Becky who wants to be able to be in contact with me constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not anybody else, to be honest. I, I, I could give them a new phone number. They'll leave a message on the machine. I'll call them back. I will say. Yeah. I have phoned Sarah's phone. Mm-hmm. And not gotten hold of her. Right. I feel like the vast majority of the time. Okay. That I phone her phone, I don't get through. Right. I've been in my car yelling at my dashboard. <laughs> Why do you even own a fucking phone? Right. You never answer the fucking thing. Why do you even fucking own it? This is idiotic. Right? What? Why am I? Why am I contributing to paying this fucking bill? Well, that's it. It's a it, yeah. That's what gets me is the cost of it. Always expensive. It is, and I'm like, uh, could I put that towards something else? Productive. Okay, I'm gonna shit on Toyota for a minute here. Okay. Just like in general, or the local dealer. No, I will say this. Okay. We live in Whitehorse. Yes. I think everyone I've dealt with at the local dealership is wonderful. Oh, that's good. I think the service department mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. As uh, as women, we've had different stuff. But right. you know what? They've rectified from the, their old place to the new one. Um, unfortunately, I had to phone uh, Toyota Canada to rectify that. Suddenly, so I'm sure we're red flagged as, oh, look, bitches. But my, that's fine. My issue is with Toyota Canada. Okay. So, I switched from Hondas to Toyotas. Yes. I would way rather deal with Honda Canada yeah. than Toyota Canada. Okay. Why's that? Well, I deferred um, one month worth of payments for my right. car. Yeah. When we first closed, I deferred one month worth of payments. They charged me uh, A $538 to do that. I was just like, well, that's basically my payment. Yeah. So, so they added what they added, a they payment. added another payment, yeah. They're like, Yeah, we'll let you take that. Whereas people that work that own Fords at deferred payments, right? Free Chevy, free Kersey deferred a bunch of payments, right? $75 they charged her from Nissan. Wow, right? Good to know. So, all these other companies is either free because they're genuinely trying to help you out, right? Toyota. Not so much. Shafted me. Wow. Oh, I was furious when yeah. I when I found out how much they charged me. Right. I was like, "Can I defer this payment?" They're like, "Yeah, absolutely." And then five hundred thirty eight dollars. Like, but oh, did they tell you right up front? Oh yeah, oh. they just said, "Yep, we'll be sending you. You know, you'll be getting this extra five hundred thirty eight dollars added to your." So they've added. Bank. So what is it? A deferred, and then they just like give make it's you added on the end. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the mortgage companies did that too. You know what? Like, that isn't helping. No, it's delaying and then adding another payment. Exactly. And then um, I just got a notice a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So my car, I've got like a remote start on my phone. Right. And I've got like the connected services, they call them. Yeah. And there's three main ones. Right. So I just uh, got a thing saying, hey, your car is almost a year old. You purchased this car almost a year ago. Yeah. Which means your year... Of free services is up. Oh, now we're gonna start charging you. Yep. Yeah. From now on, it's uh, I can select which services to keep. Right. To the tune of eleven dollars a month. Fuck. See, that's the thing. I don't want to buy a new vehicle and have to have a fucking new phone to run my new vehicle. Dude, you know, Just but you don't need a... to. No, I'm not you going to. You don't need to. to. So the problem is, so is I gotta... because I wanted that stuff. Right. 
I didn't realize that they were going to charge me. Afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, if I want to keep all the three services I've been using for the last year, it's going to be 33 bucks a month. Fuck me. 33 bucks a month. Right. I paid $60,000 for that car. Right. It should now be. Now you want another $33 what a is month it? for is, me? Is it? Is it a computer in your vehicle that's talking to your phone? It's blue. I don't know. Like, but you know what? It doesn't does matter. Does it have to go through It doesn't now? matter. It's like, how it's, much fucking money do you need out of me? Wow, nickel and dime like the banks do. Every time I turn around, man. And yeah. like, I drove Hondas for years. See how many times Hondas did that to me? Yeah, well, they'll learn, though. If they can, if Toyota's doing it, they'll, yeah. they'll all be doing it. Because so. Honda never did that to me at all. Well, that's disappointing. You know, I will say, though, that... Um, uh, I'm glad to, I will say that the local guy's service has been spectacular. They've been good with me too. Yeah. And it so, was, it was just the owner. I have no beef. The new owner. I have no beef with the local guys. No, they had to learn. They were brand new at it. Well, fairly new at well, it. Well, look what happened to me at Chevy with Sarah's truck. Yeah. Right? Like I was But they're from like, out of town. The uh, owners. The guys that were there. I had douches. Douche. Right? Like walking up to me going, I said, uh, they're, they're like talking to me about buying this truck. Sarah was at home sick. Right. I was buying her exactly the truck she wanted. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the truck. Right. It is truthfully not the truck I would have bought. Right. I like the front end of a GM better. Yes. Right? Yeah. But Sarah wanted the Chevy. Yeah. So bought the Chevy. Yeah. Right? Like it literally was not the truck I wanted. It was the truck Sarah wanted. Right. I was her buying truck. the truck for her. Yeah. I walk in there and they're like, I said, well, I should check with my wife because they're asking me questions. I'm like, well, I'll check with my wife. Right. Do you know, do you want the V8 or whatever? They didn't right? go, did the, they? Oh, the, the, all that shit. Yeah. All that them. shit. They're like, whoa, you got to check with your wife. Happy wife, happy life. It's like eat a dick. They must have said that to me four times. And I was just like. No, I like how dude. I retorted with eat a dick. That really like, came out. Paul's like, no, dude, I'm checking with my wife because it's her truck. It's her truck. And so when we're making decisions about what is going to happen with her truck, she should we know. should ask her. Yes. Right? Because I don't know. Well, that's interesting because when Becky was younger, buying her first car, mm -hmm. um, she went to all the dealerships in town with her dad because she was about to go to tech school, still in high school. So they went to every dealership in town. And the only one that actually talked to Becky was the salesman at Toyota. And that's why she's been a Toyota person. Everybody else talked to her dad. And it was her money. He just went with her because he was her dad. Yep. So it's weird how that one fucking disrespectful moment will change. What got me was like, those dudes, no matter how many times I said, this is my wife's truck. Kept talking to you like. Kept talking her. to me like. It was my truck, and then I was, had to somehow pull one over on my wife. That's because that's how they probably live. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, fuck off. Back up. I was like, I drive, like I drive the most grandpa car possible. Right. Because that's what I actually like. Yes. If I could buy and drive a minivan, and still manage to have sex, I right. would. <laughs> Right, Sarah's been very clear that the oh. sex will end if I drive a minivan. Really? I mean, a minivan would be. I, Jenny, you don't no, have. To, I don't have to sell to you. It's you just, it's I like, want a minivan so bad they make so much fucking sense. Well, they do. They're, you, you're six cylinders, so you got a lot of power. You got all that room. The, in the most back. comfortable seats you've ever sat yes. in. It's like having a your own little bus. They come with a fucking built-in vacuum today. Oh my god, I'm getting a minivan. Yeah, you can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. think about how easy you just take care of your bloody car. Well, can you call it an SUV? Well, that's can, what I, that's, 
Yes. Jenny. No, That's they don't make minivans, right? That's what I did. It, well, see, okay. Only, what, Dodge makes the caravan. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a nice vehicle. Though. Well, it's the original minivan. Yeah, that's a yeah. good vehicle. Yeah. They have nice, uh, the fold-in seats and the Dodges are beautiful. Right? I've never been, a, I, as a mechanic, I was just a fan of certain products. Not that, uh, like I drive a Chevy, I work for Chevy, and I wasn't a big Ford fan. But today, with what Ford's doing today and the products they're bringing out, it just changed my mind. I'm open to that kind of stuff. Yeah. If Honda's better than Toyota, then maybe I'll, or Nissan, maybe I'll look to them. Like, Well, i got to say. Like, companies evolve. The thing that gets me about all that stuff is just like, can we accept that women buy cars other than Subarus? Right. Right? Can, and, we, ugh, can we start marketing cars differently? Right. Right? And I mean, and you know, because like... Tell, like talk to people. I, I'm an auto mechanic. I'm fucking licensed. It's not that hard to explain to people what your vehicle does and how it can benefit yeah. you and the power in the engine and especially with the new technology, the hybrids coming out and the electrical vehicles... Why? Just talk to people. You know how I knew I was fucked with this uh, car I bought? Because I did all of this research. So I was right. looking at a certain kind of class of car. Yeah. Which is essentially as close to a minivan as I could get. Right. Without it actually being a minivan. Yeah. So I ended up buying a Toyota Highlander. Well, yeah. So you've got, a, you know, four doors instead of mm -hmm. two doors and a sliding, and a sliding door. And a sliding wall. That's, it's, yeah. it's a minivan. Yeah. yeah. And, um... <laughs> but I was reading Toyota's marketing and I, and then I was, I was like, anyway, basically it like they could not have held a mirror up to me. Right. Any harder if they wanted. Right. It was like for the 40 something mm -hmm. parent. Right. Of adult children. That isn't quite ready to give up their minivan right. and still wants to think that they're sort of funky and stylish. Exactly. Oh, I yeah, marketing like, works. I was just like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's right? like, because I wanted the minivan. Like, it literally, they they could have wrote, this is for you, Dan Bushnell. Right, exactly. Because I was like, I was like yes. There it is. I want to drive a minivan, but I want to think that I'm still sort of cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the vehicle is cool. I like it. It's all the paint on it is the paint on it is spectacular. Yeah, I'm a sucker for anything with that much sparkle in it, though. Right? Yeah, like when you brought it to the store, my manager, he's an ex body guy. He's like, Oh, yeah, no, this is pretty, but hard yeah. to do, too. It's nice paint, it yeah. is very nice paint. It's got a lot of pearlescent in it, yes, as Pearl. do I, right. <laughs> Awesome. Band Pearl Jam. Yes. How'd they get away with that name? I don't know. I don't know. They get away with that. Nobody's got anything to say about that. No, no, not at the moment. It'll come to me at midnight. Kirsty was listening to Super Tramp yesterday. That's uh, that was a blast of the past for me. No shit. Yeah. Super yeah. Tramp's good though. I do like I like the older stuff. Mm -hmm. Poor Otis was at the store with me on Friday. I'm playing uh, Spotify because we run Spotify. I was just like yacht music or whatever the fuck that shit is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was just like, dude. Did he stop it? No, he didn't. He was he was like, oh my god, I haven't heard this one for a while. Otis is usually pretty open. And he's like, open. is this some sort of yacht list? Yeah, he's usually pretty open. <laughs> fuck yeah. He's funny that guy. Yeah, I always tell them like if you don't know what to play, just say Otis DJ for us. DJ please. it. Yeah, but Otis sometimes will play some stuff that you're like, what is this now? And he's like, well. 
I know. This is twenty. This was a track that was recorded right. for an entire twenty-four hours of essentially noise music. Right. A lot of it is just running machinery. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because like Throbbing Gristle really did release a twenty-four hour album, <laughs> and Otis does have it. Okay. And he will play it for you. Nice. You don't need to hear it. Nice. But it'll happen. Yes. It's great having an in-house DJ. I think it is. Yeah. Did, did a small part of me just die? Did Maybe you see a little, something yeah, in me yeah, die Yeah, a little right bit now? of the soul just flew away. I, what just happened? <laughs> you know what? It, you know what it is. What's that? It's that time of the day. Uh huh. Where I need to drink or a have a nap. gallon of water. Right or both. Yeah, it's a gallon of water moment for me. Yes. I find that I start to get really tired. Yeah. And then I'll drink. A ton of water. Right. And when I say a ton, like I will literally go upstairs right after this and drink a liter of water. Yeah. Within moments, I'll feel better. Yeah. We are typically dehydrated. Yeah. Like, I, what do they say? 11? I don't know. I'm supposed to drink like four liters and men are supposed to drink five. Oh, I'm not. Like, I drink at least five liters a day. Oh, I can't get that much fluid into me without feeling nauseous. You just have to pee all the time. I, well, there's that too. Constant pee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I'm drinking like three times more of the water than I used to. It's like three liters a day. Did I tell you about when I uh, peed my pants on the way back from Big Way? Yes. Jesus Christ, man. I'm like, that's not far. No. no. I was in a car. Right. That's that's a 40-second drive. I don't even think it would take me a full minute. Right, to get home. To get home from Big Way. Yeah. Didn't make it. No. Shit happens. You know? Well. Urine happens. That's diabetes and a lot of water. It is. It's me chugging water because I've always drank too much water. I yeah. love it. Yes. People are always like, you should drink more water. And I'm like, you don't know me. I have to Brita our water now or I get kidney stones. Really? Yeah. Our water is extremely alkaline um, since we went to underground water, which has got more minerals and it's good stuff for you. But it also has good minerals and um, that just hardens in my kidneys. Really? So yeah, I have to filter it. Which is fine. You can taste the difference. That's why all your faucets are crusty. Sarah, Hard water. Sarah leaves. Um, Sarah doesn't like drinking tap water. Right. She fills up jugs and leaves them out. Yes, and if you can leave them in sunlight, it's even better. Yeah, it settles them. Yeah, Sarah does. Sarah does that. So she, all if you come to her house, there's like growlers of water. Yes. Sitting around. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, yeah, I do it just through the Brita because I like it cold. I just chug it right out of the tap. I can't. I just hurt too much a couple you weeks know, later. I'm not even sure if it hurts me. Maybe it is. Maybe it's fucking my life up, but I still do Well, I, you, as a, a guy, you will know if you're passing stones. I well, I know because I feel the pain, but I, as a woman, I can pass larger stones. I'm not... I'm not sure about anything anymore. Right? Either am I. No. I could be passing a stone right now. Right? Maybe that's the small part of me that died. Maybe. Maybe you maybe, passed a stone maybe that was the low. that's look. what happened was yes. a stone fell out of my urethra <laughs> right right in the middle of this interview. Right? Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? I'm staring at your mints pretty hard. Where yeah. do you get these things? Um, Save on food. I like the tin. Right? Oh, and they're fancy. They look like secrets. You're right? This is this is a kidney stone falling out of me. There you go. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, there's another one. Nice. The, it's shocking how many things I drop into the microphones while you while you have headphones on. 
is one of my favorite parts of the show. Is it? Is it? Yes, mm. of the show. The editing, not so much. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you know what? That's what makes it fun. Exactly. When yeah. I edit, which I don't do very much, but when I edit, I do it on the couch. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, I do it at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Nice. So the only people that hear it are me and Benjamin. I just, right. I just have a speaker going. Oh, yeah. I just put headphones on. Yeah. You know? It's all good. And Benjamin, like, just barks about it. Right. That's his laughing. You know... <laughs> I don't think he finds very much funny. No, maybe it turns him on. Woo-hoo, that's that it. That I guarantee. Yes. Well, Jenny. Yes. I gotta it's go. been fun. Yes, I should. I gotta go feed the meter. I gotta pee. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Absolutely. After all this talk, I gotta pee. I have a kidney stone. It's gonna get back oh, up. Oh, this is not something you want. Yeah. Awesome, Dan. We'll do it again. Sounds good. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. Yeah.